Okie dokie. <laughs> so you good? Amen. All right. So hey friends, welcome to Be For Real, where you can always find candid and productive conversation about life, but from the Christian perspective. This is Amen. Naya Amen. And this is Austin Person. <laughs> Still a salty about that stage, man. Okay, okay. You gotta take the it's okay. It's about it's okay. you. <laughs> One of us has to be the star. So, you oh, know, Lord. not everybody can. Okay. Anyway. There was four <laughs> cheetah girls. There was four of them. Excuse me? There was four cheetah girls. All right, Doe. Do, uh, whatever her name was. What was the name? What was Raven's name? Oh, what? <laughs> what was Raven's name on it? Uh, Gonorrhea. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go. Okay, my man. Uh, okay. So anyway, I was gonna go ahead and get us started on like what the name of this um season is and why we chose to like talk about this kind of thing. So yeah. Okay, so the main topic of this whole season that we're you know, we began talking about probably back in October was yeah. state of course. And you know, stay in the course, we said it means so much to us because as young Christians, we are throwing a lot of bumps. Really, as Christians as a whole, we're throwing a lot of bumps in the road yeah. throughout our whole lives. And, you know, but we all have a purpose that is set out. And when we don't fulfill our purpose, we kind of disappoint God in a way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we have this whole 80 plus years, you know, with good health to fulfill our purpose. And mm-hmm. the matter of, of that is staying the course to our purpose, staying the course to what God has called us to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that can be tough sometimes. You know, things are very trying now, especially in this world, as sin continues to run this world. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. Yeah. We need to continue to stay the course as young Christians. Yeah. And, you know, as Christians, period. You know, I, I've, I've even discussed that. I've even discussed it with my parents on, you know, just staying the course. You know, I was telling her, we, uh, my uncle had passed uh, a few weeks ago. That was very difficult for our family. It was Christmas Eve. And, you know, but I was telling them, you know, God got us. Just stay yeah. the course. Right. You know, and you just have to have that mentality. But you can continue. And I, that's all I have to say. About yeah. <laughs> so we actually, it started out as a small joke, honestly. Because really something was going on where I was stressed <laughs> out. And this fool going to say, just stay the course. And I was just like, of all things you could say while I'm struggling right now. <laughs> No, stay on the straight and narrow. Know. Right. Just stay on the straight and narrow. I was just, because, like, you know, y'all don't know, y'all know, you know us. You know uh-huh. that we traditionally, uh-huh. we're, we're the older ones of the group, if you will. Old souls. Old right. Souls. We're the older souls. And so I was just like, of all the old things that I've heard Austin say, <laughs> that was the oldest and least helpful thing I could ever think of. Well, <laughs> well. <laughs> but, like, as we kept, just life kept happening. That was literally the best answer that we could come to with a lot of people. Really? Like stuff would happen and you know, we would get bumped down or we would get pushed down and life would mm-hmm. happen. But the best thing you can do is just say stay the course. Mm-hmm. And so today we're talking about staying the course in your purpose. And mm-hmm. we're gonna start off by talking about the scripture of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so Austin, go ahead and throw that out to us. Um, so um me praying about this before, because I um I was telling I like I like to do this now that we do that. I'm praying about it, and I got Romans eight and twenty eight, and it says, That's "And we know that for oh the girl, girl, 
Let me see it first now. All right, and now on the front row. Let me say it first. Uh, and uh and uh and we know that uh oh, okay. for okay. those who love God that's where we and all church. these things work that's together for the good. That's what we <laughs> but, <laughs> just read it, read it again. No, you know, that old Baptist came out. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. Oh god. But uh Romans 8 and 28, it says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. Mm-hmm. For those who are called according to his purpose. And so in discussing purpose, um, I was telling Anaya earlier that when we're trying to find our purpose in God, we have to know that it's for the good mm-hmm. of us. He's not going to let mm-hmm. us, you know, he's not going to mm-hmm. leave us. He's never going to forsake us. You know, we might fall, but he's there to pick right. us up. And so, you know, we have to have the mentality of God right. got us. You know, we have to have the mentality of, just trust in the Lord with all your heart and not lean on your own understanding, but always acknowledge him and he should direct yeah. your path because he has your purpose. He knows your purpose. You know, once we gave our lives to Christ, we decided that you control right. everything. And even though in every time we try to control things, it still reminds us. things get messed <laughs> it still up. It reminds us that like, you're not I, really in control. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He texts us. He texts us. You know, uh, and I can't remember exactly what you said. Um, you were saying um, that your mom was saying with the street yep. and the dog. You know yep, what I'm talking so, about. You can say it. I don't. <laughs> yeah, so my mom would um, say, so on my street, um, I live in the suburbs, but like it's old suburbs. So I wouldn't call it the hood, but like <laughs> <laughs> um, very suburban, if you will. But and you know, mm-hmm. anybody who knows you, you know right, you from the right. hood. Right, it's not the hood. It's just suburbs. <laughs> but the houses are good enough for people that just got out the hood to live there. So like, it, it's very full mm-hmm. of character, if you mm-hmm. will. And if you know about that lifestyle, if you will, there was a dog at the end of the street that um, you know, old black people they don't put their dogs in the house. They don't bring their dogs in the house. So. They um, had the dog chained up to a tree in the front yard and the dog would like run, run, run. And soon as the chain would get to the, get to the street, it would yank him back. And so my mom, Mm -hmm. one time, like while we were driving out, um, pointed to that house and she was just kind of like, God keeps his children on a short leash in the sense that like, he only lets you go so far before he lets Mm -hmm. you like get to the point of danger. And I don't want to say that like he prevents you from danger, but the thing is, is that when you become his, you no longer have the same amount of excuses and the same amount of like, I didn't Mm -hmm. know any better, you know, because, you know, the things that you used to be able to get away with, you know, you're now his and you now, you now hold hold a higher purpose so you can no longer use the same excuses. So not in the sense that like a leash as in he wants to hold you down, but in the sense that like he knows that you're capable of more. So he holds you to a higher standard. So the things that he allows you to get away with and the things that he allows like you to just skate over as, you know, my bad, you know, you can only do that for so long because you're expecting, you know, when you know better, you do better. And so. And let me jump in there real quick. Let me jump in there real quick. And so, you know, when you said that, that made me think about what we always say. We said that, you know, there's certain things that me and Anaya just can't mm-hmm. do that others get away with mm-hmm. doing. And we always said that we would be right. the ones that get <laughs> leaked yep. up if, yep. <laughs> if you know, we make that choice. You know, uh, we, I, I don't want to put you, I'll say yeah. my business. I'll say, 
you know, <laughs> I don't appreciate it. But I say with sex, you know, I'm I'm a person who I, I pride myself on being a virgin, still being a virgin, mm-hmm. you know. And I said that it wouldn't be me the one to, you know, get a girl pregnant <laughs> or, you know, in, anything worse, you know, get an STD yeah. or something like that. And, you know, and then I was I was really thinking about it the other day and I was like, you know, what would my faith be like if I was diagnosed with HIV or AIDS? Mm, interesting. Okay. I said, you know, I was I was kind of thinking, you know, would I still trust God or would I be mad at God? You know what I mean? And I was thinking about and I was thinking about how first of all, God would never leave me nor forsake yeah. me. And then I was like, secondly, if that were to happen, it was because I put myself in that position. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nothing that God did. And I know we at times we discuss, I know it's kind of off topic, but I feel like God would leave me to kind of say this. You know, at times we get frustrated and we blame God mm-hmm. for the mistakes mm-hmm. that we make mm-hmm. rather than holding ourselves accountable and saying, God, it could have been worse. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, uh, and don't mean to get off topic, but that's mm-hmm. kind of where I feel like how God, you know, is with us. Going back to that chain analogy is that, you know, he'll let you get close to that street. Mm-hmm. And you know what? When that yanks you back, when it yanks you back, you might you might run into that mailbox or you might hit mm-hmm. a tree because it yanked you back so hard. But it's because God wants you to focus mm-hmm. on him. And so, you know, you know, I think about what the talking about a dog, you know, they have a thing around their neck where you can't mm-hmm. see, and you know, when you have uh when you're itching or something and they want you to pick out or yeah. nothing. You know, God almost has us like that. Once we give ourselves to God, that's how it yeah. is. You know what I mean? So that, you know, just kind of what I want to say. And the thing you. is is that when you mess up or you make bad decisions that doesn't negate you from how much he loves you how much like Mm -hmm. the bible says like for every thing that you like the amount of sin and the bad decisions and all the things no matter how bad of a person he is he how bad of a Mm -hmm. person you are he has greater grace and so like that's kind of the beauty in christianity is the fact that like regardless of how bad of a person i am you know god still has grace to make up for that but the caveat is yeah. is that one you can't take advantage of his grace because it's like you know you can't take advantage of it and then two no. the fact that even though so the best um the best like uh, analogy or metaphor that I've gotten for this is that in a way your life is kind of like your teeth <laughs> in a sense and <laughs> your retain when you know when you finish wearing braces you're supposed to wear a retainer and your retainer Mm -hmm. is like the obedience and the instructions that god gives you and so Mm -hmm. the longer you go Mm -hmm. without your retainer the more your teeth will shift and the more like your teeth will be out of line and your dentist isn't going to call you every you know they aren't going to call you they aren't going to bug you and be like where your retainer where your retainer where your retainer but the thing is you can go as long as you want and you can like keep saying i'm fine without the retainer but best believe few months and years your teeth will look jacked up again and so the thing is that like god isn't the type of god to like hunt you down and strike you down when you mess up but because he loves you enough and wants more for you he gives you instructions and gives you things that help you get your life together in a sense Mm, so like mm, yeah you just have to be aware of you know the fact that Thank you, God, that you give me grace for when I mess up because we're human. We all mess up. And, you know, we all have things that we are messed up about. And they're like our lives are like our teeth. Like we all have some type of cavity or recession going on Mm -hmm. somewhere. But the thing is, that's why he gives us the retainer. And like that's why he gives us the word. So 
in that, I'm going to go on and talk about how we also have to be cognizant of the fact that we are put on earth with a purpose. You know, you were made yep. by purpose yep. with, you know, you were made on purpose, for purpose, with a purpose, you know. Yep. And so yep. nothing about you is by accident. And so we're going to talk about, in addition to Romans 8.28, we're also talking about Hebrews 12 and 1. And I'm going to read that real quick. Once I found it. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Don't do that. Don't start. Mm-hmm. We ain't doing that. We're for the company. Right. Come on now. Okay, anyway. <laughs> it says, therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin mm. that so easily entangles us. Let us run with the per- yep. perseverance, the race that, that is marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfect of our faith, who for the joy yeah. set before him endured the cross. Oh my. Oh my, wait. Yeah. Shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So when I think of that, um for the first part, um, if you this that was Romans twelve, one and two. And so mm-hmm. well for one, before we start. The thing is, when I know when my pastor growing up, he used to always say, whenever you read scripture, read it in its entirety. So that means like whenever you're given a bit of scripture, that's just a glimpse of the full picture that he wants you to Yeah. And so you have to also think about the fact that like, not, this isn't just God speaking, like this is God speaking through the Mm -hmm. author. So what is the, you know, whenever you read another text, you know, what does the author want me to get from this? What is the purpose? Where was he when he wrote this? You know, that kind of thing. And so... Yeah. When I read this, I was talking about like, who is this cloud of witnesses that he's talking about? And if you jump back to 11, he is going through, he's trying to encourage the Hebrews. This is Paul speaking. That's writing this. Mm-hmm. And he's encouraging those. He's encouraging the Israelites by saying, you know, Moses went through this and he made it. You know, mm-hmm. David went through this. He made this. He made it. Abraham made, went through this. He made it. Joseph went through this. He made it. And, um, you know, he's talking to the Hebrews, a.k.a. the Israelites, and going down the list of their ancestors. And so he's saying that they have passed on. They've already run the, run the race. And in a sense, they're looking down from head, looking over the balcony of heaven and watching you and cheering you on. And so he's saying that, therefore, since we are surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses, throw off the things that are hindering you. And he's talking about the the great race, you know, the race of life. And so I would like to talk about how, um, because in this instance, it was appropriate for him to use their ancestors, you know, whenever we're discouraged or whenever we're, we feel burdened in the weight of life and stuff, I find it encouraging to look at those people that have passed before us that were followers of God and those, those that were committed to God, you know, like our grandmothers, you know, like I was mm. thinking about my grandmother and how she, we could hear her praying on her knees down the hall. You know, we would just be minding our business in the house, but we could hear her yeah. praying and, you know, my aunts and my uncles. And so I know that for this year, it was really hard for me because since I've gone to college, I've lost, <laughs> I've lost a whole lot of people. And Austin mm. pointed out to me, you know, like, um, they've kind of come to the point where like, even though it's not all about you, they've served their purpose in your life. And so God's yeah. given them the okay to move on. And so in that sense, yep. 
we have to take the people that are passed on that are our age, older, the people that are like taking care of us that were followers of God and using them as motivation and as a replica and a reason to keep going, you know, when we're discouraged and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. And that that's so good that, cause that was kind of leading to my point of how intentional God is about everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you saying like past people, you know, whether that's in the Bible, whether that's, you know, relatives that we have had, mm-hmm. God knew what we needed in this time period in yeah. our life. Yeah. You know, yeah. He knew on, you know, January, what's today, mm-hmm. 15, <laughs> January 15, 2021, that, you know, we were going to be doing this yeah. right now and that we mm-hmm. needed to mm-hmm. lean on the things that they have set mm-hmm. for us. And, you know, and so then I started thinking about, I was telling I earlier, I was thinking about, the song, you know, all things are working for my good. He's intentional, never mm-hmm. failing, you know, and how it just continues to repeat that. And, you know, I, I really sometimes <laughs> when you listen to some of these songs and it's repeating, it, you know, sometimes it can be kind yeah. of annoying. You're like, OK, you made your point. Yeah. You made your point. But then sometimes when you're in the spirit yeah, and, through. you know, you continue to proclaim that over and over and over again and you feel like a heaviness, yeah. like God is there with you. And he's saying, you know, and then you're glorifying him and you're praising him. You know, he he loves the praise of his people. And so, you know, in saying that God is so intentional about everything that he puts you in, every situation that he puts you in, because that's the battle that he has for you right, right then. And, you know, and it's crazy. He almost, he's almost like a teacher in a way. Yeah. You know, I know and I was a future teacher. And, you know, he... He's, he writes down, he gives us, le- you know, lessons and things yeah. like that, right? And that's the word. That's the scripture, right? We study, we pray, we do things like that. Then there's the big yeah. test. You know, now the test is whatever situation you're in at that point in your life, are you going to depend on him during that? Are you going to depend mm-hmm. on the knowledge that you gained and that you prayed about and that you, you know, worshiped him about? Are you going to go back to that and rely mm-hmm. on that, right? And, you know, and if you don't, then you find yourself going to a situation and uh, another situation right. so similar to that. And, you know, me and I were talking about that, how we find ourselves, you know, it'd be two weeks later, yeah. right? And we're going through the same thing that we didn't yeah. learn the first time because God said, no, he loves us so much that he wants us to learn from those mistakes so we can go to the next level right. with him. Um, like one of my favorite songs, if you listen to John, Jonathan McReynolds, one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. is Cycles. And my favorite line that gives me chills every time I listen to it is the devil learns from your mistakes even when you don't. Ooh. that's why mm. he's able to keep you in cycles and so you have to think yeah. about the fact yeah. that we were talking about this in Bible study the other day that the devil isn't mm-hmm. just he isn't just against you Shout he's out not Jonah. just an opponent Jonah. he's not just against Jonah. you and he's just not a regular adversary my pastor used to call him he is an apex predator in the sense that he studies his yeah. opponent and he studies you and mm-hmm. so the test that God gives us he pays attention to the fact that like you fell for this the last time and okay, you may have learned it this way, but okay, I'm gonna shift it a little, a little bit. I'm gonna shift the situation so that you don't even see the fact that it's the exact same situation. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, yeah. you just have to be aware of the fact that God is trying whatever test or trial that um, is coming to you. God is trying to teach you, and it's not just to chastise you or just to get on, you know, just to pick <laughs> on you. Like the funniest thing I ever heard is. Yeah. Uh, um, Bruce Almighty, when he said, I feel like God is a kid on an anthill shining the magnifying glass, like, you know, 
And it shows how sometimes we feel like <laughs> God is picking at, like, you know, picking at you when in reality, yeah. at the end of the day, it's all about the fact that he wants more for you. He wants better for you. And so, um, um, oh, I keep saying on my bed <laughs> is the fact that <laughs> um, a thing that I've learned this past year is that if Dr. Tony Evans said this, is that if God okayed it for, the, for it to happen, that means it's going to work out for your good. And so it yeah. kind of goes back to Romans 8, 28, like all things work out for your good in the sense that mm-hmm. if it's happening to you and you feel like it's unfair and you feel like, God, I don't see how you're going to make this work or how you're going to, or like, I don't see it yeah. anywhere in this. It's going to work for your good. The fact that you were in that situation or like, yeah. even if you're in a situation where like, you feel like you put yourself there and you messed up, long as you repent and you give it to God, it's going to work for your good. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter yeah. of like you being able to relinquish the power and just say, you know, God, you know, because that's part of the thing is that you're asking God to be Lord of your life in the sense that like you're asking to be in control mm-hmm. of your life. So yep. when you full, full right. control, God is not a right. Christian. Right. You know, he hates lukewarm Christian. You got to either be a hundred yeah. or nothing. You know, he'd rather deal with you if you don't yeah. believe him at all because you can draw right. him closer. You know. What I mean? Yeah. So, um. Yeah, let's talk about the part where it says, lay aside every hindrance. So let me go back to it. Mm. Therefore, since we sur- we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders us. So that, yeah, that hinders us and so easily entangles us and let us run with perseverance of the race. So let's talk about like, what are the things that hinder us? And like, how do we determine what's even worth laying aside? Because sometimes, um, it's not as obvious because you know those things you know that scripture sounds good and says like throw off everything that um yeah. that hinders us and sometimes that's obvious the counterfeit. The that's counterfeit. Like, it's not as obvious you know like it's easy to see the person that gets on your nerves as a hindrance <laughs> but yeah. you know it's yeah. harder to see your friend that's been friends with you for 10 plus years you know, you don't want to let go of them because mm-hmm. you've been with, you've been close with them for so and so for so long, but they're hindering you yeah. on your purpose. You know, so let, let's talk about the things that like are hindering us. Okay, yeah. Um, shoot, you just talk everything, <laughs> everything. <laughs> that, yeah. just just babbling, taking up. Yeah, I'm playing. That was good. That was good. <laughs> but you know, I was just gonna say that you know I believe that the things that take away from your purpose, all the things that, you know, are worth laying aside, you know, the things that get you off of your mm-hmm. vision, the things that are, are going back to what scripture said are hindering you from mm-hmm. your blessing. And I mean, like, I, I told Anaya this one time, I, I had a friend who I was, I was really, I was really close with. And I, I got to the point, I just, I felt like he was always, putting yeah. me down right and it, it was messing with some of my insecurities mm, yeah. and i i was i told my parents i was just like i want to be done with them i don't i, don't, I said i don't yeah. have to take this you're supposed to be my closest friend how you know how are you how why am i supposed to take this yeah. from you right and uh i went like two weeks didn't speak to him you know didn't deal with them nothing mm-hmm. like that right and then god um uh, i was at church actually wednesday night bible study <laughs> And you know, I can't remember what scripture it was, but what, what's so funny? What's so funny? You went to Bible study. Once again, oh, <laughs> oh, 
old as double high six. Five or six. Sorry. Sorry. Five or six. <laughs> yeah, it was Wednesday music, night. Music. Leave me alone. Okay, go, go. <laughs> go for something bad happening. But I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but um and I can't remember what the scripture was or but I can't remember who even was talking I was talking to. But they were telling me that God was telling them that I'm not supposed to not, I'm not supposed to not be their friend right now. You know, and he said it wasn't for you, it was for them. Mm-hmm. And in this season in your life, you need to be a blessing to them and brought, draw them closer mm-hmm. to God, which I feel like God, you know, I give all the glory to him, but I feel like he used me to help him get closer mm-hmm. to God. Because now I look at his relationship with God, I'm really proud of it. You know, we're not as close as we once were, but yeah. I realized it was for that yeah. season, right? And we go through these seasons in life where people are coming in and out. Things are coming in and yeah. out of your life. And uh, and I was talking about this one time, how um, when we came to college, how you kind of noticed which friends, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. is for the long haul mm-hmm. and which friends were just for the season mm-hmm. of high school. Because the ones that you're not really talking to as much, the ones that, you know, you just now you just kind of see on the fly, but it's not really intentionally going to see them. Uh, you kind of realize, no, that was for a season. And sometimes that season's for you. Sometimes mm-hmm. that season's for them. But, you know, but going back to laying aside, you can't let the in. But just like going back to what you said, the devil knows the things that can yeah. distract you, too. Just like, you know, just like God knows. Yeah. The devil knows. So if it's for and I am just not saying All right. real. But let's say it's like it's a guy that yeah. distracts you, right? You know, the devil knows yeah. that that's your button. So of course he's gonna send a counterfeit yeah. out. You know, a guy that you might think mm-hmm. is the one, right? And he's like, you know, I'm gonna get this girl to give up everything, right. give her all for him because you know, she looks at him and you know, she he knows that the man yeah. is a weakness. And you know, and it almost comes down to you have to stay in tune yeah. with the word and you have to stay in tune with the scripture and praying and God will show you a sign. Yeah. That ain't it. It yeah. ain't right. You need, sorry, my grammar, but that that's yeah. not right. You need to get out of that. And so you, you know, the moral thing is you have to stay in tune with the word and you have to stay in tune with God and make sure you're listening. And real quick, I was going to say I, that sometimes God almost has to sit you down in order for you to yeah. hear him. Yeah. You know, some sometimes he, I mean, I, I think for a lot of people, quarantine was very mm-hmm. big for them, right? Because he sat everybody down and made you be still yeah. for once. You know, we're going so fast. We're doing so much so many times. But, you know, sometimes we lose track of who is the guy that's run. You know, who is the guy? Who is the guy that runs your life? Who is the guy that's yeah. the center of your joy? Who is it? You know, and going mm-hmm. back into that. So, you know, that's what I got to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you took you took all the words out of my mouth. So. <laughs> and, and um, along with that, I always say, God, the things that God gives you reflect Him in a sense. Are are resemble mm-hmm. will resemble and remind you of Him, which is like why you know when you're given that gift, in a sense, you feel this outpouring of thanksgiving and emotion, you know, because you see. Mm-hmm how it was from him with that i'm saying that the thing a good way to measure things that aren't from god is measuring how god is you know god isn't confusing 
And if he is, he's like, if you ask, you know, you know, if you lack wisdom, ask for it. You know what I'm saying? Or things from God don't distract you. They don't take you away from, you know, what your, what your purpose is or what your goals are or the things that you like the desires of your heart. They don't take you away from that kind of thing. They don't make you anxious. They don't keep you up at night, you know? And so, Mm. I mean, not to go back to dating, but like, if you like with this guy, and you know, you find yourself always confused on where's this going? What does he want? Like, I don't understand what he wants from me. And if anything I've learned about guys, mm-hmm. they will say if they want something enough, they will tell you. <laughs> so the thing is, if, if that yeah. you know, if yeah. homeboy hasn't verbalized it to you, that's you know, that's not it. And so, Mm-mm. like, you know, if you're <laughs> confused all the time, if you find yourself anxious, you never know what's gonna happen, you you know, you feel yourself um, like unpredictable or even let's get away from like the dating scene let's go into like the new job or the job that you may have if it's compromising with the season that Mm -hmm. you have if you find that your job is causing you to like your your grades to slip it's causing you to lose friends or like um a struggle real big struggle that i had especially during high school is the fact that like i was too busy to the point where Mm -hmm. like i had Mm -hmm. friends that were super close to me feeling like they didn't have access to me my parents felt like they didn't have access, you know, like and the stuff and the people and like, mm-hmm. I felt like I was losing my relationship with God and I felt like I wasn't clear. Mm-hmm. And I always hear like, if you feel like you're too busy to make time for God, you're too busy, you know? And so the thing is yeah. that yeah. the things that are of God and that are from God, they, in a way, they re- they resemble him. So if you mm-hmm. feel like it's yeah. taking away from your relationship with God. So like I knew that, um, for example, I hate to keep using the dating scene, but like, or no, even let's use, okay. I mean, let's use so name? like in the dating scene, I know that certain, me doing certain things makes me feel ashamed to go to God. Meaning that I can't spend as much time mm-hmm. as I want to with him. Meaning that it's hindering mm-hmm. my self-development. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. And then if, or you're growing right. through them right. in God instead of just growing on your own. We're going to come back to that. So, oh, that's a, that's a whole other day. We're yeah, gonna, yeah. We're yeah. Gonna that's gonna another episode. Stay yeah. tuned. Stay and so, tuned. or if I feel like I'm invested too much in a extracurricular and they're asking me for too much, I'm having to, I'm overextending myself and I'm not giving getting as much return, you know, I was telling Austin is that um, you have to be so protective of your spirit, of your energy, of your purpose. Because at the end of the day, you know, even though people are going to read your obituary, the things that people are going to get up and speak about is your personality, the amount of things that you showed up for and like showed up in the sense that like you were emotionally present, you were there for them, you took care of them and you can't do that rushing through life and you can't do that being overextended too many places and so like i always think about the fact that when you read stories about jesus he's always walking we never we never see stories of like where jesus is running for things where he's rushing if there's all the stories of like you know jesus you know it's him he was strolling one day like you know with the fig tree situation where like he finished a miracle or he was on his way somewhere and he looked at a fig tree and he said, mm-mm, and cursed it. So, like, you know, but he wouldn't have gotten there yeah. had he been rushing. And so the things that, thing is yeah. that if you feel like there are things in your life, those are the things that are hindering you from completing your full purpose, 
Meaning, let's make it more practical. If you, yeah. if your purpose for this season in your life is to get good grades so that you can keep your scholarship, you need to be getting ample sleep. You need to be eating. You need to be taking mm-hmm. care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like you hanging around such and such is taking away time from that, you need to cut it. You know, in in, the, if this, yep. in this season of your life, if you feel like I'm supposed to be ministering to my little brother, I'm supposed to be ministering to my friend, but you can't minister to your friend because you always got homeboy in your ear, cut it off. And mm-hmm. so, like, you have to yeah. be very protective of the fact that, like, when God gives you instructions, it's just for you. It's just for Follow. you, and it's for your purpose. Mm-hmm. What were you saying? <laughs> oh, I mean... <laughs> I mean that last that last part that last part was real. I mean just going back to mm-hmm. distractions. Distractions mm-hmm. are not of God. You know, your purpose yeah. is of God. <laughs> and so I, I mean I, I kinda I kinda look at that and I mean I know this is kind of a side note, but going back to your purpose, you know, I was uh I was telling I, I was just kinda thinking about purpose and everything, and then I started thinking about well, what did God, I mean, what did Jesus, you know, tell the disciples when he was leaving, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and how he said, go into the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. I mean, yeah. to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not yeah. will be condemned, right? And that's, that's Mark 16, 15 yeah. through 16. And, you know, looking at that, your biggest purpose is to the right, spread the, the gospel, you know, be this, yeah, be disciples of God. And, you know, we sometimes forget as Christians that, you know, our purpose is to draw others right. close to Christ. Right. And sometimes, you know, our flesh will allow us to get so much in our feelings that we're like, mm-hmm. I don't want to help them. I don't want to be a, like, let's just say somebody who has a really mm-hmm. bad attitude, mm-hmm. right? You know, we're like, oh, that's a B word. Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with them. Like, you know, forget them. You know, they know good, da, 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 rather than going and talking to them. Why, why, not why are you like this, but why are you like this? Like, why are you a bad person? Like, why are you a bad person? What made you be a bad person? And, and, you know, and going back to that, like, you know, asking questions, being there, being a reflection yeah. of God, yeah. asking a question that God yeah. wants you to ask them, you know, and bringing them closer to him. You know, we let others frustrate us and anger us that we forget uh, that God Uh-oh, forgave us first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so why can't we forgive them for the mm-hmm. hurt they did? You know, I, I see a lot of time, uh, a lot, you know, we come from mm-hmm. two-parent household, but a lot of people that yeah. are our age don't. Yeah. And, you know, they hold on to the anger that their mama yeah. or their dad did to them, you know, and they won't forgive them rather than, you know, maybe God allowed you, maybe God allowed them to have you so that you can bring them yeah. closer to God. You ever think about it like that? You know, people don't think about it like that. People think, oh, they did me wrong. I can't stand them. You know, they were horrible parents, da, da, da. Yeah. It could have been. But, but you know, God is also a God that right. he gives grace. And he right. forgives, just like he forgives you. And so he can forgive them, too, if you are the branch that allows mm-hmm. them to do that. You know what I mean? And so it's going back to what, you know, we all have different purposes. But I think one thing as a body of Christ is that our purpose is to draw yeah. more to Christ. And then you have to also think about the fact, I always have to take into consideration that we're 19, 18, 19 years old. So up until this mm-hmm. point, mm-hmm. this person has had 18, 19 years of life that has happened to them. 
And depending yeah. on what kind of life yeah. they've had, they've had a lot of things, you know, that, you know, you have to think about the fact that this is a, this person is a compilation of experiences, emotions, triggers. And so the thing that you may be experiencing right in that moment is something that the thing that you may be experiencing in that immediate moment is not necessarily a reflection of you, but more so a reflection of a trigger that you may have hit. You know what I'm saying? So like you can't, and not saying that you should excuse like abuse or things like that, or like you should excuse people like manipulating you or taking advantage of you. But at the same time, you shouldn't hold against them what comes out of them. And so if they, how do I explain this? Is in a way the best. And so my motto is like the best you can do for them sometimes is just pray. <laughs> it's just pray for them. It's just yeah. pray for them and leave them alone. And so, you know, you don't yeah. always have to be responsible for fixing someone or dealing with their issues, but you also have to give grace in the sense that you have to be considerate of the fact that a lot may have happened before mm-hmm. they got to you. Mm-hmm. So that not saying that like it's yeah. and so like you can't take responsibility or take personally what people happen. So like for example, you and a person like get into it or like you know they do something and they snap at you and you're just like, where did that come from? Yeah. I'm always nice to you. I always treat you right. Like why are you all of a sudden yeah. like why I didn't deserve that? Why are you treating me that way? But you don't know, you know, they stomach could have been hurting or you know they could have gotten a phone yeah. call. You know, like, they could have gotten a phone call that made them upset, Mm -hmm. and by the time they got to you, you know, it blew up. And, you know, we have days like that, and we kind of just hope that people have grace with us. And so, in the the same way, we have to treat people the way we want to be treated. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and so, also, the last thing we're talking about is in purpose, is not getting caught up in the fact that purpose is what you do but more so kind of what Austin was saying that our ultimate purpose is to bring disciples, you know, to, to God. And so um, in, in middle school, in my private Christian school, we studied Latin. <laughs> so I took, uh, Latin, girl, you ain't special. <laughs> took Latin for two or three years and it didn't hit me until like beginning of the school year um, that the root word for disciple is discibuli. And discibuli in Latin means student or learner. And so at the end of the day, Jesus or isn't asking for mindless soldiers or he's not asking for people to just do what he says, but he's asking for students. You know, he wants you to ask questions. Yeah. He wants you to get to know more. He wants you to like um, discover. And in the same way, he wants you to intrigue the curiosity of other people. In that, mm-hmm. <laughs> furthermore, he, your purpose isn't rooted in what you do, but it's more so rooted in the fact that God is giving you specific gifts. So you need to use them to intrigue the curiosity that it, in a way that it leads it all back to God. So, for example, yeah. I denied the fact that I like to teach and I like to get in front of people and I like to tell them what to do. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I'm not awesome. bossy. I just I just be the boss. You tell I me have, what to do all the time. <laughs> okay okay so like i denied it for a long time but at the end of the day my gift you know that's a gift that god has given me and so 
that gift yeah. is what God is going to use to put me in a position or at a school where I'm going to meet in a, a principal or a teacher and they're going to be like, you have mm -hmm. a light about you. You do your work so good. I don't know how you handle kids and how yeah. you keep under pressure. And I'm going to be like, girl, it's all God, yeah. you know? And so hey. like my purpose isn't rooted in the fact that I want to be a teacher. I want to be a principal or like the things are the positions that I want to be in. But my purpose is rooted in the fact that my gifts that in the gifts that God has given me is going to open the doors and put me in the room to intrigue other people to get to know God. Yeah. 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 And I, I was thinking, um, I, I swear you that's my last scripture, but, uh, uh, second Timothy four and two preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, remove, rebuke and exalt and exhort with complete patience and teaching. Okay. And so, I mean, I, I really feel like it, it's crazy how God works because your spirit, you know, like spirits. What Anai was just saying about, you know, teaching and, you know, and about being patient as, you know, as she wants to be a teacher and things like that, you know, being ready for whatever God has called you to do mm -hmm. at that in moment, and out of right? Season. You know, I think we are in and out of season, right? And so I think that, yeah, we all have yeah. a purpose, right? But I think that we can have different purposes mm -hmm in and out mm -hmm. of different seasons right you know the i mean you, you can just think about the weather right uh different fruits and vegetables grow at different mm -hmm. times in the year right mm -hmm. you know at other times you know it's that that certain fruit and vegetables out of season but another mm -hmm. one is in season right and so you know i'm thinking about us as we grow and as we mature and things like that there are certain seasons where we're supposed to yeah. be doing certain yeah, things yeah. for our purpose. That's good. And so, like, I also think about the fact that your gifts are also the things that you do. Or let me talk about the fact that sometimes we have gifts that we don't want to acknowledge as gifts because we don't know what that means for us. And so, mm -hmm. like, for mm -hmm. example, you may have the gift of being able to pray or like I knew for me right. that like I had the gift of speaking exhortate or exhortation or whatever but I mm -hmm. like I, you know like right now sometimes I stammer I get nervous talking in front of people sometimes mm -hmm. yeah. and the thing is is that that would that that certain fear or I could like I could be doubtful or I could like have all these thoughts in my mind and I could be overthinking of like people aren't going to understand what I'm trying to say and they aren't going to get it but the thing yeah. is that when God is giving you certain gifts he doesn't give you those to sit on you know and so yeah um like he doesn't give you those things to sit on or just to like just to have like if he is he if he's giving you the gift of dance even though, like, you may not be honest, with, you know, you, like, in your mind could be like, well, I'm not on the dance team, so that means that I can't use that gift. No. For, oh, thank you, God. So, perfect example. Mm. So, I, like, another gift that I have is dance. And so, I had to put it on hold for a long time, but I was just like, God, I know that that's something that I really want to do and that I look forward to doing and stuff like that. Yeah. And so he opened the door for me. And so he was just like, just following the teaching route for right now. And I got you just chill out. I got you. Mm. And so mm. he opened mm -hmm. the door for me to be able to get the job at the boys and girls club. And like last week, boys and girls club, they're just like, okay, we need programming ideas. What you got? And I was just like, well, I could dance. And they're just like, okay, you're teaching dance classes. And so like, mm. you know, in, mm. in that yeah. instance, yeah. 
I just felt that, you know, no gift goes to waste. So whatever you're concerned about no. or whatever uh. you feel like is the thing that's hindering you, focus on like focus on what God has for you and he will open the door for you. He like he'll take care of you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's good. I mean, I, I've I've told this story to Anaya, you know, a, a few times, but just going back, I was I was telling her junior year, I wanted an internship. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. didn't get it. You know, actually my mm-hmm. best friend got it. Then I was like, oh God, I, I really thought I didn't even want to apply to it. I didn't want to do it. But, you know, the teacher said it. My mom told me I should go for it and all this stuff. And I'm going on a rant. God, mm-hmm. why didn't you give it to me? You know, why you present this? You mm-hmm. give it to me. Da, da, da. Did all this. Mm-hmm. And hollering, right. Then, like a week later, another internship mm-hmm. pops mm-hmm. up. And I'm, and I'm like, okay, okay, this the one. You, you, you know, you, you want to teach me a lesson then, but this is the one. I do it. I apply for it. Didn't get mm-hmm. that one, mm-hmm. either, right? But my confession was different okay. this time, right? Because I failed the first time. You know, going back to God will give you lessons over and over and over okay. again until you learn. I failed the first time because I was like, I went on this rant, but I never said, God, thank you mm, for the opportunity. Okay. You know, God, this wasn't the right one for me, but give yeah. me the right one yeah, for yeah. me. You know, I, I didn't appreciate that this wasn't the right one for me. I, I was upset right. that it wasn't for me, if that makes yeah. sense. Then my whole confession yeah. was different this time. I even though I get it, I was like, "No, God, right. I trust you. You know, you you've never forsaken me. You never left me. Now you're not gonna leave me. You know, you're not gonna leave me. Mm-hmm. You love me too much. I, you know, I have favor over my life. So I go on this. You know, a few weeks later, another internship comes up. Mm-hmm. I get it. Now I get this. I'm 16 years old. I get this internship. Not only that, uh, it's more See? than what the there other two internships yep. offered. Better yep. hours." And it's a black-owned yep. company, which God knew in my heart I wanted right. to be with. Right. So, you know, just going back, kind of saying what Anaya was saying, you know, I I think that God just wants yep. us to trust him, right? That's, that's yep. all he really asks, trust yep. and love. And if we do those two things, I, I swear yeah. things would be better. <laughs> I know it will. You know, we keep making ourselves fail because we keep either doubting them or getting angry with them. And that's okay. He right. knows it's human nature. He knows it's natural. But at the same time, he's like, well, are you going to go yeah. back to the rut? Or are yeah. you going to give up? Because you have to keep in mind the fact that like, when God does close doors and when he does in relationships or things like that, it's all for your good. If God okayed it for it to happen to you, you know, if, you know, if, such an, if, if this happened to you, yeah. if God okayed it for it to happen, it's going to work for your good. So the things that, you know, you may feel, so I don't know how it's going to work, but I'm just going to speak and say that like my friend, you know, with the pandemic and everything, she wasn't able to go to school the way everyone was. And so in a way she feels like she, she was left out of a lot of things and that her life looked differently, but in the same instance, she, but she didn't think about the fact that like a year ago she was concerned about money and housing and all that, but her staying home, you know, helped the money part. And then the fact that yeah. she was motivated enough to get out of the house that she applied for an RA position and got it. And so I yeah, don't know wow. what, how this experience of her staying home is going to affect her in the future, but I know it's going to work for her good. You know what I'm saying? And so the thing is yeah. that no experience happens to you 
without it working out for you good. So just yeah, that's that's where we're gonna stop. And I just we just want y'all to be yeah, that's great. That, yeah. Like your purpose, like you have purpose, you were made for a purpose, and then like you have gifts, regardless of if you understand what those gifts are right now, just ask. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the mm-hmm. biggest misconception with God yeah. is that like he's Ask yeah, that like God see. is just this big <laughs> genie in the sky that like doesn't understand us or like that's so far fetched from like the human experience. In reality, he's your friend. And so he just you know, yeah. he understands and knows everything about you. And if anything, he's waiting on you to get to know him so that y'all can build a relationship so that your life is better. And the thing is that even though our lives aren't per- aren't perfect, if anything, we endure more trials being knowing Jesus and knowing God. Oh but oh. But you know the amount of joy and the amount of um, give me some words like the amount of joy and the amount of things that your life has, huh? Strength, strength, strength. Right. The amount of strength. Have. You know, yeah. hope. <laughs> you know, I love my hope is built on nothing less than right. Jesus. So, like, you can endure just about anything, but if you trust in Jesus, it's it's all gonna be all right. So, just yeah, just be encouraged and thank you for listening. Thank you for being coming to be for real. So yeah, but you can add yeah. us on well, follow us on Spotify and Apple. So yeah, ooh, we went we went long. We had 50 minutes now. It's all right though. It's all you know we're a little windy. It was good though. It was good. <laughs> but yeah, follow us on app, um Apple and Spotify and share with your friends, share with whoever, or just listen to you by stuff, but we prefer that you share it, please. So yeah. <laughs> Oh, and you can follow me um, at Anaya, but um, I'm gonna spell it out because it is a little weird. It's a at on Instagram at a a n a a i a a h, and then you can follow Austin at. I'll give it to you later. You'll, you'll find out later. If you know me, you know me. If you want to know me, you'll find no, me. No, let me stop. Cause I'm sorry. We don't put that. In, we don't put that in the description. That's all right. <laughs> That's all right.